This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You ready? Come on, let's do it. Welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast with three well-known friends, three thought-provoking questions, and three, I hope, delicious glasses of wine. Joining me today are three people that I think you may be surprised to know are friends that go way back. First up, she's back. Hi. It's Tamsin Athray. Hello. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> don't don't apologise. He was shouldering his leg, which means his leg was by the side of the phone up. Whilst eating a sandwich. Okay, sitting next to her, are you ready to bend and stretch? He's the bendiest Wendy I've ever met. Louis Spence! Oh, thank you! There you are. I mean, I'm a Wendy! It, I mean, I'd always like suffer with anxiety and panic attacks and da da da, but it was like my world had ended and I just, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't cope with the fact that she was gone. And last but not least. Yes, not least. I would love to have been a fly on the wall when you three <laughs> walked through the doors of drama school together. For 13 years, she was the queen of daytime television on BBC One. You're talking about Ruling me? Homes Under the Hammer. It's Lucy Alexander. Yeah. Do you know what? Homes Under the Hammer saved my life. And I'm, I, I'm going to be honest. The BBC were phenomenal. Oh my god, I'm so happy to be here with two of my favourite people in the world. Hello. 
Oh, three. Firstly, you, you, my darling. <laughs> okay, so you guys, listen, the only reason I know that you are all connected is because I've met you all in Tam's kitchen. Oh, Tam's kitchen is like Paisley Park for the Prince generation, <laughs> but for our gang, because it's where everyone goes. <laughs> It's true though, right? Yeah. yeah. And we've all had a dance in Tam's kitchen. Oh, we've had a dance, we've had a cry. She's got a lovely square footage. She's got a lovely square footage. <laughs> she did well. All over her square footage. <laughs> Trav done good. Trav done good. <laughs> <laughs> With a lovely taste of interiors, and we'll get to that later. Um, but I didn't know for a long time that the three of you have been friends since like BC. Yeah. I think it's 1987. Was yeah. it when we all left college? Yeah. No, when we, when when we, start, when we I went. started in 87 and you were in the year above me. No, no, no. No, you were in the year above. I, yeah. I, we were in I, the same year. I think no. I... Really? Oh, my it God, this is going well. Darling. Hold on a sec. It was, Louis was in the year above you. I, okay. I think I left in 88 because I went so, to Italy yeah. in 89. Okay. So, so it, Louis was there for the first year. You were in the second year and I was a first year. So you were a year below? Yeah. Why were we ever friends then? Because you made such a big impact oh on You God, could never miss Tamsin that. Earthway even then. <laughs> I mean, it's you. You were the one we <laughs> couldn't miss. Absolutely, darling. So, but so tell me the name of the drama school. It was London called Studio London Studio, Studio Centre. Madame Espinosa. Bridget Espinosa's yeah. London. Yeah. Studio centre, and and it's one of the best in the business, right? It's a tough yeah. place to get into. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was absolutely. when we were there. I I'm don't know sure about now, like darling. Now. I mean, <laughs> and it was know. in York Way, wasn't it? York yeah, Way, it was King's, King's Cross. Cross. Yeah. yeah, but I remember I auditioned for a lot of schools because I was convinced I wouldn't get into any. So I paid that audition <laughs> fee yeah, for you seven. You paid them schools. to let you in, <laughs> and and I got I got into six out of the seven. Ooh. All right, show off, blow no, off. at the time, babe, if you had the money, you could. How could they refused you when? you'd stood in for Jenny Powell on No Limits. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah. That was an audition I didn't stand in. I wasn't good enough. But when I went to audition for London Studio, Studio Centre, I've said this story before. Yeah. When I went to audition, um, the reason that I chose the school was because, one, you could choose your own timetable. Yes. And two, when you went down into the cafeteria... It was like the kids from Fame. Yeah. Everyone was playing music. <laughs> it's so true. Louis Spence was standing on the payphone. <laughs> he was on the payphone with his hand, with his. He was holding the phone between his shoulder and his cheek, like you do when you're cleaning, Kate. Yeah. And he was shouldering his leg, which means his leg was by the side of the phone up. Bendy Wendy. Whilst eating a sandwich. Darling, always stretching. You uh, never uh, know. You know, you've got always got to be prepared. Always keep those muscles. But it was, I, like, just, I just thought, this is the kids from fame. Yeah, yeah. I want to come here. Yeah. And that's why I chose but it. But so no, hold on, hold on. He was a standout person. So I remember doing exactly the same. Going downstairs into the basement, you were standalone. He had a hair and a ponytail. Do yes, you remember? All he that had long hair. A ponytail. Darling, he had, he had, had a high ponytail. Beautiful. And he was loud and he was brash and you were just all over it. And I remember looking at you thinking, oh my God, what a dancer. I mean, this guy. I can move. Incredible. Oh, God, can he ever? Yeah. You were the dancer. We did a bit of the Ian Dewar drama, yeah. acting. We did the singing. They so were Louis, more versatile we were me. pure and utter dance. So we were yeah. definitely more versatile. Well, darling, I, I couldn't really sing. I mean, I can't even really speak properly, can I? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be fair here. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, the singing wasn't my thing. I mean, these guys were triple threats. They did it all. You know, I just sort of really focused on the dance. I mean, Yeah, but we were jack of all, master of nothing. And he was master of the dance. The yeah. Yeah, like... And still is, oh, my God, he can move. <laughs> so... Who spoke to who first and how did this threesome I, come to I be? remember looking at Tamsin and thinking, oh my God, she looks lovely and pretty and beautiful and, and fun. And then she opened her and mouth. Chatty, <laughs> and we just and connected. And then she opened her mouth. We connected. <laughs> 
and Louis was just like completely uh, so darling, talented. I, I, I wanted to be his to friend. But yeah, that's the thing. Like Tamsin, literally, you know, this gorgeous long blonde hair, these beautiful eyes. You know, yeah, all right, you've said. Yeah, I know, darling. Yeah, I you're right. Can <laughs> we come back to me? Darling, she might have turned me if I'd given it a go. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, literally, she was, and then she opened up. Too butch for you. She was romantic. She is romantic. She's too butch for you. Too butch for you. Frightened the life out of me. <laughs> Eat you alive, babe. Yeah, yeah, that Essex. So, girl. did you start hanging out together? Uh, well, Lucy and I hung out together a lot to the state where we became like really like best mates <laughs> at college, and then we both got our first job together when I was in my second year and Lucy was about to leave. Um, at Bogner in the Butlins in a dance group. We and had we to go for an audition at one lunchtime. Pineapple and, or something. And you weren't supposed to go. No. Because it's all coming back to me because you were in your first year. Yeah. So we did You're a sneaky little, there's year. an audition for Butlins, let's all do it because you could so get Tam your equity broke the card. Rules. She yep. broke the Standard. rules. Nothing we all there. went off in our lunch hour and Tammy and I got the job. Yeah. So I was, was like... It was a group of four girls yeah. and we both got it. And what yeah. were you like? Backing dancers or a dance No, no, no. The real, the real deal. The real deal. We were the star turn of the night, darling. Oh, yeah. my God. But, of course, we both got the job and then it was like... Reality. Oh. And Lucy was like, I'm going to do it because I'm going to get my equity card. <laughs> and you have to get weeks and weeks to get your equity card. And to be honest, Butlins like, had just changed from being a bit naff to it had... It was called um, It was called something like something something world and it was a beautiful big theatrical theatre place. Where yeah, you could pop. it was so quite it was a good job. Better, it was nice. It was a better deal. And it was quite good money, but I yeah. would have had to leave college a year early and then it, the reality set in and it was like, I'm obviously not going to do that job. And then... Lucy went off and did it. So I she was a great friend. She just left Lucy to go and do it on her own. I did it on my own. <laughs> and, and I got one for the tea. And I got my equity card. Yeah. Never ever danced after that job, funnily. Oh, never. Oh, ended yeah. up in property. What? How did that happen? So yeah, I did that job as a dancer and that was probably my only ever I dancing I think we both job. liked property at the time. We had our own flat. Well, and our parents were really into buying and selling and we've had that upbringing yeah. together, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. So, and that, yeah. is, that is a... Essex a, and Kent. Yes. Exactly. That, and that's a love we all share. We are... Yeah. Right Move is my favourite website. Oh, mine yes. too, every night, darling. I, I mean, we've all got too. that. Louis the same and I property. I, I, I know. It happened a lot later for me, but yeah, do you know I what I now. Do you know what I do that, now? I when use... I know Tam is somewhere, like on holiday, I'll then Right Move where she is so that I'm an, I know when I next speak to her what she's talking about. Because <laughs> I know she's just come back from Mumbai. I know she's Googled. Yeah, How always. much, Tam? How much for a nice place in Mumbai? Do you know what? I, it's the first time I didn't actually go on what? Right Move and look for somewhere to cheap buy. cheap as chips, babe. It do you not go on chips. holiday and just like pretend you're going to buy somewhere all the time. And, and do viewings out there? Because all that's what the I time. She does. I do so it exactly. all the time. And I do that with wedding dress shopping. I like sometimes to try wedding dress. <gasps> well, you keep dress. Going. you go and try on a yeah, wedding Yeah, sometimes I do that. It's a bit. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah, just a touch. I mean, the houses I get, darling. houses and just like, Trying on dresses when we're just for the fun. <laughs> well, just if you can do it, put a little dress I, on. I do get well, Ruth got married, you know, Ruth and Eamon. Yeah. yeah. I she was having a little trial and I tried a few dresses yeah, on just I for understand some that. just for the long. So listen, should we do a question? Yeah, do a question. Because now I know how you all met. Yeah. I want to understand the depths and the breadths of your friendship. So if between you you had to uh, create an Instagram story, yeah? Oh Insta God. story featuring oh. Five of your top moments as mates. What pictures would you choose um, and what story do they tell? Ooh. I've got one. Go on. so, I love you. So put your hands up like a teacher. I've got a photograph of you and I. Herm Bay. Yes. <laughs> so, so my grandmother used to have Kitty. Oh. Uh, she had a fantastic little holiday home down in Herm what Bay. What's it called? 
It was called Cavia. Cavia! Because my mum is called Kay and her other daughter, Sylvia. So, Cavia! Hello. Right. So, so Tamsin, me, Laurie Nick, Brett, Laurie Brett, Johnny, Nick, Nick, Nick Warmford, Johnny, 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 Johnny yes. Moby. We all decided to go down to Herne Bay in our cars. We were all newly driving. Spent the weekend at Cavia in my nan's bungalow. It was That's such a bungalow right. on the sea. And I've got the most amazing photograph of you and I. You've got a bottle of champagne in your hand. Oh, yeah. We both have got the same hairstyle. To be fair, to be fair, it's still the same. We haven't changed our hair. I want to see this photo, please. No, but she looks so radiant and beautiful and I'm standing right next to you you've got a bottle of I've sent it to you bottle of wine no no bottle of champagne <laughs> oh, just, oh hello we're just loving the lulls of life and we're together and it is just a moment in time and yeah. it, is, it is just but isn't that brilliant. just a beautiful time in your life when you feel like you're yeah. grown up but you've got none of the actual real yeah. life responsibilities yeah. of being that's grown up we were we, we were used so free. to do that we used to do things like point yeah. on a map and just and say, go. where are we going for New Year this year? Do you yes, remember? Yeah. And we'd go like that and go on a map and end up having to drive to like Pitt and Weem, a little village in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Louis, if, if if you had to scroll back through the the, the photo albums of yesteryear, what, what pictures would you dig out of these two? Well, you know what? It's for me, like the photo, it's more the memory than a photo. Do you know what I mean? Did you actually live in Finsbury Park in that house? No. You didn't? No. no. Which house? The one where Michael Smallworth used to live. No. And, 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 Michael Sarah Pelosi. and Sarah Pelosi. And, no. But you were there a lot. Yeah. Yes. So she was right over so that house. So <laughs> she met Tam. Listen. Yeah. She did used to live in her. I, 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 I don't know if you've met me, but I like, li <laughs> I'm, I'm a life lover. Yeah. So I, I always go where like the people are. So, so I was having fun. So we were you were round at that house. This is Finsbury Park. Yeah. So so what used to happen there, Louis? Well, I mean, it was just anything used to happen there, darling. Actually, I, I, I just remember like Sarah Pelosi and what was he? Michael Smallwood, Johnny Amobi, Johnny Amobi, Golda, Golda, and Golda with Golda the Duke Rushabout, boy. Yeah. Golda Rushabout, who's she's, a very, she's a great very Shakespeare. brilliant actress. She does Shakespeare. Very, now, she? very successful. I love it. Say that again. Say Shakespeare. She does Shakespeare. That's no, mean. That's why. That's why I just skipped the acting classes. <laughs> I mean, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't do any sonnets from Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, my my it's a, like the photograph is in my in my mind yeah. of just like moments of their college days. Yeah, Snapshot. with all of those. So I remember uh, we used to go to the, uh, the canal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Before school so before we had a voice class in the morning we'd walk along the canal all together some people would be smoking yeah. the naughty people yeah. and not uh, us not us and uh, yeah and it was just <laughs> like liars I remember having a jam roly-poly and custard in the cafe next door or in the cafe next door, the next door. I before, love I did, before I did my dance exam what was I thinking <laughs> jam roly-poly and custard and I did a dance to sexual healing by Marvin Gaye <laughs> oh my god and I'd had the biggest lunch ever I love a bit of food you know me and darling you know in the 80s it was just pure like <laughs> Yes. There was no hiding no. anything. You couldn't no hiding a jam roll with holy bunch of it. it back. Off I went, did a bit of sexual healing dancing to my thing. I, I mean, you couldn't fart in those tights. You'd see the bubble go down. <laughs> it was that, honestly, wasn't it? The light, I mean, crop tops, everything. High cut leotards. <laughs> I wore them all. Oh, the <laughs> Do you remember we had the, the bum leotards? Oh, yeah. The G-string yeah, 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 leotards. Yeah, I love whatever. So, <laughs> moving on swiftly. So, this Insta story. At the moment, <laughs> I've got Tam swigging champagne in Herne Bay. Yeah. I've got these amazing road trips that you would spontaneously decide upon by just like kind of almost pin yeah. a tail we on were a like map. on tour yes. we would be like an on tour group and then we? and then i've got this house in finsbury park and the canal with jam roly-poly <laughs> and you wearing lycra up your bum yes, yes. yeah it was like that, that. Sounds, that and then and then we'd right. go to college and five six seven eight but <laughs> 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 oh oh 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Another glass of wine, guys. Go on, question. Go on, Come on, let's top oh, you up. Actually, yeah, I like right. the building. You ready? Yes. Next question. Yes. Go on. Can you talk me through one of your early auditions that went on to become life changing? Yes. Go, Tan. I remember auditioning when in my last year of college for Grease the Tour, the musical. And which part? I was auditioning for any part. I would have been in the chorus. <laughs> but you got was, Patty, yeah? And I got the part she was, of she was auditioning Simcox. to play Shane Ritchie. No. Yeah. No, Aww. that was later. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I was auditioning in our own school. And the thing that was life-changing was it was a really tough audition. It lasted most of the day. What? But there was a person in front of me that was dancing. And he was really, really good. As he pirouetted, he dislocated his kneecap. Oh, <laughs> and he stopped and fell to the floor and screamed. And as I turned around, his kneecap was round here, oh. the uh. cap. Yeah. And I'd never seen anything like it. And I threw up, <laughs> and two people down from me threw up, and he threw up. And it took ages for the ambulance to come, and people were going white because the sight of it was so Ooh. horrific. And somebody came and gave him gas and air eventually, and he was removed from the room, and then we carried on the audition. But I really believe that that was one of those moments where you kind of go, is it really worth it? Is it fucking worth that? Yeah. 
Because he's probably never going to dance, well, at no. least for, ne- for the next few oh, years. What happened God. to him? I've no idea, but it, it sticks with me all the time. Yeah, because you've, one had, moment. But you've also had an injury. You've also yeah. been an injured dancer, haven't you? Recent, yeah. More recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you understand foot. how, I do how understand. Much, what an impact So, that so has, did that, did that shape your uh, mindset for that audition where you thought, well, this isn't the be all and end all? Well, I think I stopped thinking that dance was going to be the only way. I yeah. was like, I think I need to act. As an actress, you have a long longevity in the career yeah. and as a dancer you if you're really d- only doing musical theatre and dance I'm going to be over in a minute because my body's not going to carry on like Louise Spencer's body it's like body. a footballer's life it's the same yeah. thing yeah. as a sportsman right, hold on a minute you got that part I did get the part and I went on the tour for six months. And, and I remember I seeing you because wasn't... As Patty Simcox. Patty Simcox. And she was amazing. You, you did the Shane Ritchie run and did you do the Darren Day run? No, that was Summer Holiday in Blackpool. Oh, yeah. That was that was I saw that. I saw that. I had yeah, to come and watch yeah. that with Simon oh, Cowell. You had to. I, came to, I was at your opening <laughs> night. So I was on her... I, got, I came to your opening night in party. Blackpool. No, um, for Greece, Greece didn't did, I? Yeah. When she played Patty. Was that, that, was, that was yeah. your yeah. big yeah. breakdown, that, that, wasn't that it? Absolutely. That was the one in the West me End. bigging you up again. It's getting Why a bit boring now. But she was bloody brilliant. You're really good in that. Can you just rewind, though, back to the audition? What happened to all that sick? I just can't get... I'm not sure. I just remember that everyone went pale. A few people threw oh up. God. And when you see someone with their kneecap round the back and they're screaming, yeah. it's like watching, It's like seeing a car accident or something. Yeah. It's, it yeah. sticks with you forever, like an injury. Yeah. But like if you see on telly when you see a football match and somebody breaks their leg oh, and yeah. suddenly yeah. The, the bones come out the skin. Do you know that? Yeah. And it really sticks with you. But you went on to land that role and that was the, that was the role that g- they yeah, gave you also, a start to your career. It did, but it also made me think I just I I, I need to concentrate on acting and not be such because I'm a mediocre dancer and there's no point in You're trying not to mediocre by any means, by any standard. You're not bloody mediocre. No, no compared You're to really dancers, good. babe, I am. So Libby, what was your life-changing audition? <gasps> I, I think my life-changing audition was when I auditioned for Miss Saigon, um, original cast West End, wasn't oh, on tour. Favourite <coughs> <laughs> um, show, favourite show. No, it was, it was, and literally, I was in a, I just left college, so it was my... Was literally Leah my, Salonga? Yeah, oh. it, was, it was my first audition, like, out of college, and I thought, you know, I'm never going to get this. But I was fortunate, because I was small, and then, you know, we had to, I, I went for a swing as well, where you learn every part. You Johnny and Moby did that. Yeah. Johnny did it, and Jonathan yeah. Price. Yeah, yeah. I did yes. Jonathan Price, yes. yeah. Yeah, it was the original cast. Yeah, See, but, but like I say, it was, it was life-changing, I think, not just the fact I got a job, I think it was... Although I'd been at college with all of us lot, it was very different than working. I was the youngest in the cast. I think I was just 18. And everyone else was older than me. And working with these old West End professionals. And yeah. I say they're old. They're about, you know, 25, maybe up to 40. Oh, old. Yeah. But then to me, you know. <laughs> in acting years, that's like, yeah. that's like dog years, yeah. right? Yeah. Dancing years. Yeah. yeah. And I think I learned so much from them, you know, of like about theatre and how to behave and, yeah. you know, and it was just an incredible show. It had such a great buzz about oh. it. So for me, that made me think, yeah, I know this is what I want to do. Oh, I always knew I wanted to. And it's to. the thrill, isn't it, of that first yeah. job. Oh. Yeah. Once you but, get but, the bug. But that show, that show was like nothing else. You it know, was. The big helicopter came down. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Everything was slow. I can remember. Yeah. No, it oh. was. It really was. That, it, I, it was I wet. The news of the West End, yeah. wasn't it? It was brilliant. Yeah. It still is today. Yeah. And I, th- I do think that that as a musical... It, 
it is the mo- one of the most emotional experiences. Oh, yes. Yeah. And like, I think I can't I think listen to the music of like Chris, who played you are Chris? Sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who played Chris again? Uh, it was um, what's his name? Um, uh, you uh, are sunlight and high. John John No, no. it wasn't that was no no John no. John Barrowman, no. No, no, no. no. John Barrowman Chris, did Chris No, it was oh, what was his name? Simon Bowman. Simon yes! Bowman. Simon Bowman. Well, well yeah, and done, Claire, 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 Claire Moore. This really does. This show is what we are all about because it was this was our kind of like where yeah. we were at at that uh, time in our careers, weren't we? This is a treat talking about West End musicals because of this that is what, era. Yeah. Because and I just I don't any know anyone in Hamilton. No, no. no. But I knew everyone yeah. in yeah. all those Every shows show. at yeah. the time. Yeah. I mean, everyone knew everyone in the shows. And know? also, I mean, you were all very blessed as as we continue to be because you were all doing something that you. Loved. Yeah. Well, we loved right? You would but do what, it for no but money. But what would happen? Yeah. Would, I would go and meet but Louis and Johnny. A week was nice. Yeah. 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 No, no, but the Is fun part it of it was yeah. we would all go. Do you remember stage yeah. door after the show? We'd all go out yeah. and have a drink. Yeah. You know, our lives were meeting our mates. I wasn't in any of those shows because I wasn't doing no, that. But, but she was doing a lot of supporting. Yeah. Go and see your mates in shows. Go and yeah. eat at the stockpot in yeah. between. Yes. Oh shows. God, I used to the stockpot. Yeah. Yes. One pound fifty for a big plate of spaghetti. Everything you could eat. Best jacket. A glass of wine, one pound fifty. Wine will be thrown in. Yeah. yeah, and you. It was like yeah. there is nothing stopping you doing whatever you want to do. But the funny thing was talking about about our most memorable audition. Yeah, what would yours be, Luz? The thing is, so so obviously I didn't actually use my singing dancing no. experience like these guys did. How do you? But so I, I, do I left now college. do a massive musical about yeah, you'd houses. Be building well, houses. Yeah. No, but you could well. be like a West End revelation. Well. Yes, but I have got the same training as these guys but Absolutely. I didn't go I didn't go into the theatre like they did but when I did my first Homes Under the Hammer audition the memorable thing was I ended up doing it with my husband what? we together were what? the couple we were the Lucian Martin is that I did how it you with met Stuart. him I did it with Stu is that how you met him who no Stu, Stu. she no. was with him by then I was married to him at that stage right, just check I'm him saying... <laughs> <laughs> just checking it's the right she's one she's going out the date <laughs> she's had too much fun. no no but we auditioned for the show together me and him as the Lucian no. Martin yes and, so and what we you got it and he didn't yeah uh, so Martin auditioned with his wife <gasps> I auditioned with Stuart and split you up and we got put up to the BBC and they were like well we'll have her and we'll have him and and that is how Martin and I became an item. No, so, so listen. Yeah, so that so was my experience of... Re, 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 rewind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rewind. you go along to the audition with Stu and you think, oh, this will be quite nice. It'll be yeah. the two of us together. So they had us two walking around a house, talk because Stu and I, my husband, we do develop properties. We've done it for years. So we had to walk around. But don't forget, he is an ex-footballer. And I am a presenter. So I was like, no, no, we're not doing it like that. We're going to do it like this. <laughs> Shut up. What? Step aside. You won't be in bossy at all. No, me? <laughs> well, you won't bossy him around what? at all. Don't what be so <laughs> silly, Tamsin, as if that would ever happen. <laughs> Quite ridiculous. Uh, so what happened was we and had to do a whole piece to camera. I obviously got it right the first time. He didn't. <laughs> Of and course you did. Obviously, Martin had the same experience with his wife because he got it right. Very and she well didn't. known presenter, and he got it right. She did. So they put Martin and I together. So oh that God. was our experience. How, that did, how do you handle that phone call though? When you get off the I phone, was and you've got Larry. I think <laughs> Stuart was the one that was crying. Yeah, exactly. So what did we? <laughs> 
How do you say? How do you break that down over like the breakfast table together? Going because he's a footballer and I'm a TV presenter. It's Deal right. with it. Exactly. <laughs> like, I agree. If she was about to do the trial for Wimbledon Football Club, she wouldn't get in. No, exactly. That's fair. You know what I'm Absolutely. See, what I love is that you understand that. Absolutely. And Luce, even now, but, I'm in the gym. But, you're still babe, I know, under the I'm smashing them out. I am every morning. Literally, it's <laughs> it's my ritual. I will not watch Jeremy Car- Jeremy oh, Carl because he does you. my brain in. Yes. And I'm like, literally, I flick over and I'm literally... And I'm with I'm Lucy so happy in a two-up, two-down in Rochester. Yes. There's nothing she can't find. She's going to knock a wall down or there's a bit of rising oh, damp <coughs> or she's putting an extension on. I'm like, all right, Lucy, yes, you do that. But yes. isn't that funny that but they've done all of that and I've ended up doing this? I know, yes, but, I but also... I didn't train for this. But no, but I can remember scenario. when Lucy first was doing it, she was in her first or second year and, mm. and the BBC were making her have elocution Lessons. Well, no, but they were because I'm a bit because London. she was so London. Now I'm like now it's Stacey all fa- Dooley. Now it's all in favour. Doesn't favorite. have to have. Tamsin, no, not now. So, Tamsin so Luce, so I had right the, there. I had the she same back have in the day. Have. So when <coughs> I first got, I got my first BBC so job. True, Tam, good point. I think that I was top of the pops, and I was so excited. But I'm from the country, so I used to speak a bit like that, right? But a little bit like that. <laughs> yeah. But it. But it, it it kind of came out more when I was excited. So, of course, yeah. when you get to say those those brilliant opening lines of it's it's Thursday, it's you know it's seven thirty, it's All Thursday, right, it's still lover. number one, it's top of the pops, right? <laughs> uh, and I was a bit squeaky, so they used Turn to say, over. "No joking, exactly." No, it's but like, I don't understand no. why you're all trying to. Yeah. What? No. So the BBC are saying everyone has to speak this well, way. Back then, not, yes. anymore, not, not anymore. Not now. Not now. So I got sent regional. to this guy. Louis, they'll be all over you. Darling, they're not. Oh, I couldn't even shame. get on the one show. I wasn't their type of guest when Babe, I had my you've book. Got, you've got to be able to actually speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right. I'll let you have that one. But I can still do the splits. Why do you think I was falling the splits but on these shows? Do it, do it mute. That's all I just can do. Just do it mute. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Listen, so I had the same thing. I got sent to somebody that was helped. I got the phone call to say, can you? Try to not say it like that. Can you say it like this? Like, and I remember feeling heartbroken. I said, "What am I a bit common?" Yes, and they were like, but that's no, the thing. Just a bit London. But now it's fine. Like, it's fine, fine now. now. And thank really God old. for contributions to you broadcasting know. like yeah. Stacey Julie. I am I love madly oh, in love with that woman. Yes, I love absolutely. Her. But the, not just her. There's an awful lot of people that you are drawn to because yeah, I still can't they, get they are talking see. as if Tamsin. They're themselves. It's all about diversity. And that's the that's the thing now. Can I just... Like, everyone should be who they are and who they want absolutely. to be. Absolutely. I was, saying, I was horrified when they said you were having elocution lessons. Yeah, I never did have elocution lessons. Well, you told me you did. That's a lie. Well, look, I... Talking about diversity, can I just say, yes, you've got to be more things than just gay now or black or an impediment. Yeah, but that's right, and it's right, Lou. It should be like that. I'm sorry, but I think that it needs to be like that. I think yeah, you I should be able to be oh, absolutely. You are, but what you are. I agree. I've, I've, but also, I've, Lucy, you're coming from a new place yeah. because of your daughter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that is completely understandable when you are now looking through someone else's eyes. Yeah, yeah. you've got a different You lens. are now looking with a different head yeah. through somebody else's eyes, which is your daughter who's yeah. in a wheelchair. So the great thing is... Is, you know, that's happened to her. Yeah, obviously, it's something you never would have wanted, but it's at a time yeah. when it's a good time, it's going to be her. accepted and Absolutely. it's going to be celebrated. Yeah. But actually, it won't yeah. just be left and pushed yeah. away. You're contributing yeah. to that change and that shift in perception. Yeah, and that kind of brings me to my next question. And I figured, Luce, that this would, would probably prompt a discussion around Kitty. I might cry now. <laughs> no, you We've can cry. This, We've baby. all cried on this. Um, 
in the time that's passed since you guys first met, what do you consider to have been your biggest and greatest challenge in life? And what do you think it's taught you? Well, mine's definitely um, watching my daughter at the age of seven become paralysed within an hour and never walked again since. I mean, so that to me is just my life-blowing moment. Um, it's a hand grenade moment, And I, c- I celebrated, um, God, how, how many years was it? Nine years last Friday of, of, of that date of when she walked to school with me at 9am and at 10 past 10, I picked her up from school. She couldn't walk and she's never walked since. And it was all down to an autoimmune illness, um, paralysis that attacked her spinal cord instantly and... and um, it, she's now in a wheelchair so that's my defining moment of life I would yeah. say um, and what do you think I mean obviously the challenges that it presents are apparent and obvious um, it's been the making of us as a family actually mm-hmm. and of her I would say and it's really um, a phenomenal how I've watched a kid uh, she's a young woman now you know change her life and turn it around but still, every day it takes my breath away to see her in a wheelchair wheeling up to me. Can't I'm not going to lie and, and sugarcoat mm. it. It's tough. It's bloody tough. But but there's no other choice, you know, Kate. No. I, I could have so easily... Uh, it was so such a terrible time. You have to deal with it. Mm. You have to get up and go, right, come on. How are we going to accept this? Because she's still the same person. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? She's still as beautiful and as amazing. And you have to just go, right, how are we going to get our heads around this? And I remember my husband saying, it's going to be a hook. This is going to be her thing. This mm. will be the making of her. And I actually believe that now. You and do. And do you know what? Homes Under the Hammer saved my life. And I'm, I, I am going to be honest. The BBC were phenomenal. I was right in the middle of filming. I was in my sort of seventh or eighth year. And I remember the head of daytime phoning up and saying, don't worry, we've got somebody to replace you. Just take the time you need to help your daughter recover. And at that time, what I needed was normality and I needed to keep working. Mm. And I said, no, no, I I don't want a replacement. Let me come back. I just need to keep, you know, and I went back to work. I carried on working. It was tough. I had a panic attacks. I had loads of stuff going on. But I needed to keep being me to then give my energy and, and love to Kitty. Um, so I just carried on. Um, and over the years, I think I've just learned to cope and accept. It's still hard. Even today, I look at her and I think, oh, wow, you know, she can't walk. How must that be for her? What am I worried about? Mm. How has that affected her, her life? You know, she is an incredible young Thank woman. Thank you. Enough about that now. She really Moving is. on. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah, you yeah, are inspirational. Yeah. No, you and she, she's inspirational. Yeah. She is. Uh, she's an inspiration and I want her to be, you know, uh, channeling other people that might have stuff that happens to them because your life isn't over. You've no, got to no. keep moving forward. But can I also just say that it's the, it might be the hook, as Stuart says. Yeah. It's her hook. Yeah. But it's also been the making of you. Yeah. In yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. How it's made you turn your life yeah. around. Yeah. No? Um, I don't think it's been the making of me, but what it does is it makes you so much more selfless and it gives you strength. And and things that would have bothered me and worried me before, I absolutely couldn't give a flying about that. I now think, what have I been through? What I have been through, and I look at people that are going through illness or sadness Mm. or grieving... I can connect with people on a different level that mm. I couldn't before. And also so I've got the more of a connection. That are moaning about the little 
rubbish yeah. things yeah. must be I've annoying. Got, do you know what? The one I would answer your question. I've got deeper connections with people, so that would be my answer to you. I, I feel like a there's a deeper connection with certain people in my life now. That and I didn't and have if somebody's before. listening to this now and they would like to better understand that process, um, then I would implore you to to go to YouTube. You made with Kitty oh, and yeah. Stu, Matron Medicine and Me, Matron <laughs> Medicine and Me. This. It's the most. <laughs> it's the story of what happened to her. It's the yeah. most brilliant documentary that's told through the eyes of all of you yeah um with you very much in the driving seat and it really it really does help to to put that story out there in in with every feeling that you were all going through you were so honest and it was so raw that was my chance to thank the nhs because um i love i i i love the nhs and what our country has Mm. i I am a real lover and fan and and they 100 percent they saved her life Mm. so to be able to have a, a chance to do a documentary through the bbc they gave me the opportunity to thank them for saving kitty's life that's probably the most that's the best thing i've ever done in my career yeah so for me, I know these guys have done Western show, but I had an hour's documentary oh, about saving her life. Mm. But for me, that's that I will always treasure that. Yeah, and it tells the story of what yeah. happened. So and I sat down and watched that with my mum after you'd been around for bacon sandwiches when we came. <laughs> around your house, do you remember? Yeah, you were around on the Saturday, on the Sunday. Oh, I said, no. Mum, look, I found Lucy's documentary. And we sat down and we watched it in wow. absolute silence. And it's I, intense. And, and the only thing I say to you, Lucy, is that. At the end of it, I was smiling, but with the wettest cheeks. Yeah, and I remember you te- you texted me very late in the night and, and said, just I've just seen so it. I'm so enormously proud of I you know. all. Thank so you. For having, Thank the, you. for having the confidence yeah. and the courage to tell the story. Yeah. Thank you. Warts and all. Yeah. It's all good now, though. It's, it's all, all good. good. We're all good. She's it's awesome. Good. She is awesome. And she's, she she's going to be the next Prime Minister. And you know what? You, <laughs> and you know what, Lou? That's me. You've raised a warrior <laughs> and not a warrier. And yeah. that is yeah. everything that every parent yeah. tries for. Cheers, cheers, cheers. And there's chin chin to Kitty, even yeah. though you're not Thank legally you. old enough to drink, she's Kitty. Yeah, It's all turned into a Kitty story. Move it on. Has come on. Done, okay, come so on, Louie Lou. Oh, it feels a bit... Life's greatest challenge. And what is it taught you? I think my greatest challenge is I think it's dealing with my anxiety and depression. Mm. I think that is my biggest challenge and it still is. Still to this day? Absolutely. Okay. I mean I I I think that what it's really, really it's, I mean I've had it since I was a child and then when my mum died it was just off the scale. It, I mean, I'd always like suffer with anxiety and panic attacks and da da da, but it was like my world had ended, and mm. I just I couldn't I I just couldn't cope with the fact that she was gone. Because when I was a child, I remember always thinking the worst thing that could happen is my mum passing. But then it's the it's the way she passed. I've never spoke about it, but my mum died of alcoholism, and oh, she in a the one thing I find really hard to deal with is that I I know she didn't choose the alcohol over us, but she would still be alive now if she didn't drink. And she couldn't stop that because she was addicted. If she could, there's no way she would have wanted to leave us. So there was no moderation. There was no, like we are no, now, having no. a few glasses I mean, of no. wine I mean, chatting. my mum was, was a control freak, and that's why we all have this anxiety. Because my mum, if there's something wrong with us, we'd be straight down to the doctors. And she would only ever have two Picardis and Coke, and she'd smoke ten number six, she'd have two cigarettes. 
But she also suffered really bad anxiety and depression. And I think what happened was she got to a point where the alcohol, she had that one extra glass and realised it took that feeling away. And then it was that other glass and then it became addicted. And I remember I went home... um, I, I went home like this, you know. Where was day. home, darling? It was in Essex. And I went home to see her and I'm not lying, she was the colour of Bart Simpson. It was like, what? And I, I said, Mum, what, what's going on? I took her straight to the doctors and the doctor was going to give her blood tests to test her. I said, what do you mean you're going to give her blood tests? I said, she needs to be in hospital. Now, what's wrong? Um, I took her to the hospital there and then. And when I took her to the hospital... They drawed the curtain and they were pushing around the liver and saying, does this hurt? Oh and she was saying, yeah. And he said, well, last year you were told that you had cirrhosis of the liver. But she didn't, she obviously, didn't she didn't tell any, no, she didn't she didn't tell any of us. She, started, she, to give her, she started to give her jewellery to my sisters. And it was like, well, this is weird. But she knew that she was killing herself. But That's she couldn't stop. She carried on. But she couldn't stop. So she was killing herself and couldn't stop and she was doing it on her own. And I think that's the thing, that she couldn't even come and speak to me, Mm. you know. And I think so for being, you know, the most memorable or defining Mm. is the fact that Mm. she had no control and it was... It was a disease and it was bigger than her and bigger than us. Yeah. That is what breaks my heart still to this day. So what have you learnt from that for you? Well, I've learnt that, like I say, my anxiety became worse after it and I'd never taken medication. I'd always wanted to fight it. But then two years ago, I did start to take medication for my anxiety. Was it an antidepressant? Do you think it's hereditary? Do you think that... Do you believe... Was it an antidepressant? It was for anxiety, but it wasn't antidepressant because the anxiety tablet is cetraline. Sertraline. Sertraline, yeah. And how many milligrams? 50 milligrams a day. And did it help, Louis? Well, it did. And I, 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 yeah, it it did help me. And I stopped. And then after a year and a half, I stopped because I thought, you know, I I feel I want to be strong again. And then after six months, I I feel as though now it's like if I've got diabetes, you'd have insulin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do feel as though there's an imbalance in my brain or something. You are totally 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish more people could be as as open in their thinking of that. I don't create enough um, yeah. estrogen, so I take a, a hormone replacement, which is actually yeah. uh, an antidepressant, and I have done for the last seven years. Without it, I'm a really, yeah. really unhappy person. Yeah. With it, I'm I feel like me. Yeah. yeah. And if it makes if it balances your books, yeah, yeah. then great. Well, I say after all that kind, and mm. it was trauma because literally the day the day my mum died, we went. They called us the day before she had a little oxygen thing up her nose and two little tubes. Mm. The next day they called us and they, we went to see her. She had the little mask over her face. They called us back and said, um, "Would you want her to be um, revived?" We're like, "What?" You know. And then next thing, she had 100% oxygen and she. It was on morphine and she sat up and the nurse had come in and said, you know, this is what's keeping her alive. So she must have been a bit coherent. She literally sat up, took this mask off her face and said, I've had enough. And mm. I pushed her back yeah, down. I pushed her face. I said, Mum, I said, literally, you take this off and you can't breathe. And she took it up and said, that's it. She said, I've had enough. And then she turned her head and took her last breath. <gasps> oh, do you know oh, what? Really? But that's when, that's for her. Yeah. She was ready. That yeah. She was ready. You and all weren't. Choice. We, and you you were weren't. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. She's looking. For me, it's that. It's, yeah. It's and how is your anxiety now? You're, you're, you're taking medication. Does it, uh, do you feel like you're on top of it rather it's on top of you? No, I feel as though... 
I mean, I feel as though I'm on, I, I am on top of it. Like I say, mine Good. was physical anxiety and really bad palpitations mm. and crowds and planes and trains, anything that was, you know. Panic so, attacks. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're just like the worst, say, aren't they? Yeah. We've, all, we've all had that, I haven't oh, we? Oh, God, yeah. Have you had that, Kate? 100%. Tamsin, you had panic and, attacks. And, and do you know, recently I had one. A long time ago. Yeah. I had one for the first I've time had last one. year in almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah. me too, and recently. it terrified me, yeah. yeah. It terrifies me. It's like it's, of getting back in that circle. And I yeah, forgot. You don't want to get inv- You don't yeah. want to yeah. be part of that because it just owns it's, you. It's walking through a door you never wanted to yeah. open. And oh, I remember no. throwing the window open in my bedroom, gasping for air, yeah. and it not helping. Yeah. And yeah. then that fear hits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like a food poisoning this? creeps this? up your what's body. This? And, and it then I hear you. from downstairs, Mom, Mom, I need a poo. <laughs> and you go, I can't, I can't give in to this. I've, he's got to have a poo. I've got to be his mum. And, and you're having this, this yeah. tangled conversation with yourself i remember kitty was on a life support machine sorry to go back to this but i had a panic attack she was on a life support machine how crazy Mm. is that so i'm looking at her completely set what do you mean that's crazy no no no, but she is on a life support machine and i'm thinking i'm dying because i'm having a panic attack and it was all about that whole oh my god i've got to be responsible for that person and i can't cope with this it's also also confusing isn't it it's fear it's the fear of loss it's grief it's the it's the out of control but the great thing is talking about this today that we have all together us three from our where we've started to where we are now have all had these experiences Mm. of life um more than us three i think people generally just people of course they do i think i think life's a bitch sometimes Times, right yes it can be the greatest but, but what's brilliant but but how do you deal with it and it's, and it's talking about it I, because i'm loving that you're telling me this and i know tam has had some tough times you know we yeah. all have i'm sure we're going to talk like she really mm. has but to be able to talk about it with your mates and for people to be able to hear this and makes us all real i think i can tell you from previous episodes that we've done I get lots of posts on Instagram commenting about how much people love this. It's the DMs that mm. put a lump in my throat and a tear yeah, in my eye. Yeah. And people DM me. And, say, and, and if you are resonated. one of the hundreds of people who have contacted me, thank you. Yeah. I read every message and I respond to every single one of them because there is so much correlation between what yeah. we share and what people go through. And some people mm. don't have this. Yeah. They don't have that sounding board, mm. that friendship group to unload on. So for some people, we are it. Mm. And because we, what we do in our jobs, we never get a chance to be real and actually no, tell people you, you, about you know, the pain we've shared. Stick but also, and this is a chance. We don't want to. Yeah. No. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm a massive, yeah. like, person that really doesn't want to sit and talk about my pain. Yeah. Are you not? Yeah. No, it's not Tam's way. It's not. Cause, because I'm, I, I've done lots of therapy in my 20s yeah, and 30s. Yeah. 30s as well. But now, in my 40s, you I can cope. feel like I've done a lot of therapy. Mm. Yeah. I've paid for an awful lot of people to sit there and listen to mm. me talking about my stuff. Mm. Mm. And now I'm in my 40s. It's my responsibility mm. to look after it all and to make sure my kids are not uh, yeah. affected by my moods, affected by my grief. Do you take it on board yourself to feel responsible for everyone in your family? Yes, you've just nailed Tam in a sentence. So it's not just about you. When you take it back and think, well, actually, no, I can look after myself, but I've got to look like my dad lived with us. I know your dad lived with you. But but Tam, what I will say is you're somebody, and I've learned this from you massively, from, you know, we, we met in our 20s. Yeah. You did work on yourself, right? When When you hit a fault line, 
you went, I'm going to look at this and I'm going to better understand myself. So you're talking about the therapy that you had in your 20s and 30s. The reason you are so solid is because you have built the most incredible foundations for yourself at a time when people weren't getting therapy. Certainly didn't talk about it. No. And actually when things come along that knock you off your feet, and we both went through this together, and and I, I wouldn't say it's our greatest challenge, but it's been a challenge. One of them. Is is single parenting, right? Definitely. And I was I was slightly ahead of you because my relationship yep. broke down before you. Just before. And I looked at you and the way you dealt with it and I looked at the way I dealt with it and I thought, and therein shows the fact that Tam had invested in her, her own emotional, mental well-being so she had the tools to cope with this. Whereas I was literally sliding down walls, just wailing <laughs> as soon as I put my son to bed going... I can't actually put one foot in front of the other. It didn't last for long, but I was certainly there. Yeah, but the thing and it's is, the loneliest, it's the it's loneliest lonely dance place. floor you'll ever be on. I'll tell you. Uh-huh. But the best thing in the world is don't stay in that wallowing place no, for long. And I did. Well, yeah, do you know right? what? On, move on, but move what on. you basically do is the minute you're feeling that pain, I get it. We all feel it. It's heartbreak, right? Yeah. When your heart is breaking. Yeah. But thankfully, we have got two little ones to look at and go... So there's no time. I don't have time to break in front of you two. Yeah. And actually, they become the reason that you mm. don't. Yeah. They become the reason that you yeah, pull yourself I'm together. Saying. I'm saying I couldn't let Kitty see me feeling no, sorry for no, her. Exactly. I didn't want her to look at me as a mother breaking down thinking, oh, my God, because... What I needed was for her to see me thinking, Strong. we're going to be good. We're yeah. going to fix, we're not going to fix it, but yeah. we're going to live. We're going to learn a new way of life. You're still going to have a lovely because, life. Because we're still alive and we're yeah. still all here and we're still breathing and we are all alive. Absolutely. And we are a family. And that, that is the thing, Liz. And still a family. The positivity you find yeah. in those moments. Because you have to. And this is what Kate, to. it harks back to what Kate said earlier. How have you? You have to do it. You, you have no you, choice. You owe it to them. You yes. owe it to them. But you know what? And I will say, I'd like to say thank you to your therapists from your 20s and 30s because <laughs> when I slide, when I was sliding down walls and I couldn't think about how I was going to get through the next day and go on air and pretend everything was fine yeah, and slip the that. engagement ring back on and, and, and make believe, you yeah, know, that yeah. everything was mm. okay, yeah. I phoned Tam mm. and she always had the mm. right words to put in my ear and I could breathe again. And you were my therapist. Oh, and actually, mm. when I wore you out, I then went and got a therapist. But that's the brilliant thing about you? friendships. Yeah, I thought, I can't do that this to her anymore. That didn't ever wear me out. Well, I, I felt that I needed to... Yeah. And Find actually, someone neutral. Yeah. And, yeah, totally. And because you were sharing these pearls of wisdom... I thought I need to go and find my own pearls, yeah, and I and yeah, I did, yeah, and yeah. and it was the remaking of me. Mm. But you gave me the building blocks yeah, to do that. Yeah, but you now have those pearls for everyone. Else. Totally right, but we pay it forward. It's about connections yeah. and networking. We do. We pay it forward. You're right. Well, you know what? From the late '80s to where we are now, look at the three of you. What oh, a beautiful. Oh, are we all happy? Because it's been a bit like. But yeah, you know what? Is, are we all right with it? Are we good? Oh, absolutely. But isn't that we all nice? Because so we can all you. deal with it I'm now. We've all, found, we've all found a way to deal are with it. Are we all good? Oh, I'm just proud of you both. It's a journey. We're telling your little stories. It's journeys, isn't it? And you know what? If you want rainbows, you've got to yeah. dance in the rain sometimes. Absolutely, darling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Guy, thank you. Kate, thank you. Oh, I thank love you. you for coming. I you love you. Spain, Louis Lou. What I love is that you've got us three together tonight. And now we're going to go. As always, the music for this podcast has been fine-tuned and created by our dear friend Andy Andy Bell. Bell. Andy Bell, you can check out his work with Ride and Oasis. 
on Spotify and iTunes. And finally, um, if you've loved this podcast as much as we've loved making it, please rate, please review it. Truly helps other people to discover it. All we want to do is share the love. If you'd like to get in touch with us, feel free. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is whitewinequestiontime at yahoo.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at whitewineqt. White Wine Question Time is produced by me, Kate Thornton, and Caitlin Mercer. Music's provided by the genius Andy Bell. Sound engineering and editing is by Lolita Laguna. Of course, much wine was consumed during the making of this programme for your entertainment. However, I can't say it enough. Please drink responsibly. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.